Now what happened? وَقَالَ لَهُمْ نَبِيُّهُمْ Their Prophet said to them, إِنَّ آيَةَ مُلْكِهِ You're not convinced of his kingship? You don't think that you're going to win if he's your leader? The thing is that you will be successful if he is your leader. And the sign of that is that أَنْ يَأْتِيَكُمُ التَّابُوتِ That the taboot will come to you. What is taboot? Taboot is a chest or a box. Okay, a chest or a box. It's from the root letters tawawba. Okay, tabayatubu is to keep returning to something. And a chest or a box in which you have kept your precious things, what do you do? You keep going back to it. You open it, you see it, you count it, you put it back, right? Like a locker or a bank account. Anyway, this is taboot, a box or a chest. Now, this taboot is not just any box. This taboot refers to, which is known in biblical terms, the ark, okay? The ark of the covenant. And it is said that this was a wooden or a gold-covered box. And in this box, there were two stone tablets. Remember, Musa was given the Torah on tablets, stone tablets, right? Alwah. So those original alwah were in this box. And in this box was also a stick that belonged to Harun alayhi salam and a pot of manna, man and salwa. You remember? So this box basically had some things that Bani Israel valued. You know, they were from the time of Musa alayhi salam, Harun alayhi salam. So this was the taboot. Now, it is said that whenever the Bani Israel would go to any battle, they would take this taboot with them. Why? so that they would get Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's help. Okay? Because the things, the items in this box were mubarak. They were blessed. So they would take this along with them in order to receive Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's special help and mercy. Have you ever seen people keeping Qur'an in their cars? Why do they do that? Or hanging like an ayatul kursi? They hang it on the mirror. Have you ever seen people doing that? Maybe you do that? Why do people do that? So they can look at it and read ayatul kursi? So that can read the Qur'an as they drive. What's the purpose? So that their car is safe. Right? People do that. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but people do that. You know, you feel a sense of comfort knowing that there's religious items around you. Right? Now, the Bani Israel, this taboot was a source of barakah for them. This is why whenever they would go to any battle, they would take this along with them. Or this taboot would appear... Alright, whenever they were in some battle, as a reminder to them that Allah's help is with you. How fortunate the Bani Israel were. You know, in the battle of Badr, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent angels to help the Muslims. But did the Muslims see all the rows and rows of angels? No. But the Bani Israel saw the taboot. And it is said that this taboot had been confiscated from them. Some people who had invaded, they took this taboot away from them. So they were really sad about their loss. So their prophet told them that if you will fight under Talut, if he's your leader, guess what? This taboot will come back to you. It will come back. Fihi sakina rabbikum. In it will be sakina from your Lord. What is sakina? Tranquility and peace. Tranquility and peace. When you are calm, in a situation that is very scary and frightening. Has it ever happened that you see people who are so calm when you would be crying, you would be freaking out, and they're just overcome with peace? 
So you're yelling, you're crying, you're shouting, and the other person is just cool, chill. This is sakina. When a person is just chilling, even in difficulty. So fihi sakinatum min rabbikum. The sakina will come from Allah. That even in the battle, you will be at peace. And in this box, there will be وَبَقِيَّةٌ and remnant مِمَّا تَرَكَ آلُ مُوسَى وَآلُ هَارُونَ Of the things which the family of Musa and the family of Harun left. And I mentioned to you some of those things. The stick of Musa salam, a pot of man, the original alwah, and تَحْمِلُهُ الْمَلَائِكَةِ The angels will carry it. In other words, their prophet is telling them, you go with Talut and you will not suffer. Allah will give you victory. إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَآيَةً لَكُمْ Indeed, and that is surely a sign for you, in كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ If you're believers. Don't you believe? If you're really believers, then this is a huge sign. You should really go ahead. So what happened then? فَلَمَّا فَصَلَ طَالُوتُ بِالْجُنُودِ Finally, the people were convinced. They're like, okay, we'll go with Talut. Even though we don't want him to be our leader, we'll accept him as our leader. Because if this is the way to victory, so be it. We're going to follow. So فَلَمَّا فَصَلَ طَالُوتُ بِالْجُنُودِ فَصَلَ is to depart. So when Talut departed with the armies, Junud is a plural of Jund, meaning all the soldiers. Talut warned his army. He said, قَالَ إِنَّ اللَّهَ مُبْتَلِيكُمْ بِنَهَرُ He said, indeed Allah will test you with a river. Remember the word ibtala about Ibrahim a.s. when Allah tested Ibrahim a.s. Hmm? So Talud said to the troops that Allah is going to test you with a river. A test in a test. Going for a battle is not easy. Isn't it? And going under a leader that you don't fully like is not easy. Right? But in this was also a test. And this is how things are. When you go out in the way of Allah, Allah will test you. So he said, your test is going to be through a river. What does it mean by that? What kind of a test is it going to be? He said, فَمَنْ شَرِبَ مِنْهُ Whoever drinks from the river, فَلَيْسَ minni, Then he is not of me. Meaning that person cannot go along with me. Whoever drinks from the river, cannot go with me. وَمَنْ لَمْ يَطْعَمْهُ And whoever does not taste it, فَإِنَّهُ مِنِّي Then indeed he is from me. So what is he saying? If you drink, you will not go with me. And if you don't drink, then you will go with me. إِلَّا Except The only allowance is مَنِ اغْتَرَفَ The one who scoops غُرْفَةً A scoop بِيَدِهِ In his hand. اغْتَرَفَ غَيْنْ رَافَ غُرْفَ Is to basically take a scoopful in your hand. Meaning whatever your hand can contain. That is ghurfa. So, you're not allowed to drink a lot. All you can drink from the river is just a handful. That's it. If you drink more than that, you cannot go with me. Now think about it. Imagine you're hot. Imagine you have been walking, marching. And now there's a river. You're thirsty. Right? How much are you going to drink? A whole lot. Right? Has it ever happened with you that you're hungry, very hungry, and then you see a lot of food and you start eating and you eat more and then you eat more? What happens to you then? What happens when you overfill your stomach? What happens? Before the obesity, what happens? In that instant, what happens? You throw up? You can barely move. Isn't it? 
But if you have a little bit, which is why in Ramadan, when you break your fast and you eat so much food, are you able to go for taraweeh? And if you go for taraweeh, it's difficult for them to bend because they feel like all the food is going to come out. They cannot do long sujood. They cannot stand for long. And especially if you drink a lot of water, a lot of water, what does it mean? You're going to be making the runs now, right? To the bathroom. So the thing is that drinking water is not haram. It is halal. But in this situation, drinking too much water would be unwise. Because if you drink too much water, it would slow you down and you wouldn't be able to continue. They were supposed to participate in a battle. Now imagine if somebody drank so much water, and in the middle of the battle, they need to use a bathroom. What would happen? They're in trouble. They're in difficulty. And the thing is that when you have to use the bathroom, no matter how much you control yourself, you cannot focus on your work. Isn't it? You get restless. So he said to them that you can only drink a little bit. What lesson is there in this for us? Yes? Exactly. Do not overdo. Do not overindulge. Use the blessings that Allah has given you. But don't make them your goal. Because if you overindulge, then you will definitely suffer on the other side. You will definitely suffer on the side of your religion. What happened to these people? Even though they were clearly warned by Talut, فَشَرِبُوا مِنْهُ They all drank from it. They ignored what Talut said. They couldn't help themselves. They had one scoop. And they thought, forget it. We're just going to drink some more. And they kept drinking. They drank a lot. إِلَّا قَلِيلًا مِّنْهُمْ Except a few of them. A few people controlled themselves and they stopped after a handful. فَلَمَّا جَاوَزَهُ So what happened? They carried on with their march. So when they had passed it, جَاوَزَ Jim Wauzai is to cross over a river. So when they cross the river, Huahi meaning Talut, Walladina Amanu Marahu and those people who believed with him. Talu they said, Now imagine, at the beginning everybody was not happy with Talut as a leader. Right? Then what happened? At the river, so many people failed the test. Right? So now the sincere, dedicated people are going with Talut. Now even those sincere, dedicated people, some of them, they said, لا طاقة لنا We have no power. اليوم today بجالوت وجنوده Against Jalut, he's the leader of the opposing army. وجنوده and his armies. You see what's happening? With every test, people are being filtered. It's only the best of the best that are going forward. Right? But even these best of the best, when they see the army of Jalut, what happens? They say, we have no power to face this army today. We can't do this. This is too hard. We're going to fail. We can't do this. It's too tough. And this happens sometimes. When you see a challenge in front of you, even though you were previously motivated, when you see the challenge, when you come face to face, you feel scared. For example, you're so confident, I'm going to go take my G2. And then what happens? As the examiner comes and sits in the car with a face that doesn't smile and a tone that's so strict, right? Monotone basically, right? What happens to you then? You get nervous. You get scared. So these people also got scared. But what happened? قَالَ الَّذِينَ يَظُنُّونَ 
those people who were certain that annahum mulaqullah that they were going to meet Allah mulaqu ones who meet mulaqin is a singular the people who were certain that they're going to meet Allah they had conviction in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Allah's promise Allah's reward what did they do they were strong themselves and they strengthened others they said kam min fi'atin how many groups there were before us that were qalilatin that were of a few people meaning a small army ghalabat it overcame fi'atan kathiratan a group of many how many times it has happened that a group of few people defeated a group of many people a small army defeated a big army how many times this has happened bi idhnillah by the permission of allah so what are they saying what are they saying to those who are getting scared don't worry even if you're few if you have faith in allah and you do your best allah will give you success wallahu ma'as sabirin and allah is with those who are patient so be patient have sabr don't give up don't run away do your best and allah will give victory you remember the battle of badr how many muslims were there just a little over 300 and how many on the other side their enemies 1000 can you imagine 300 versus 1000 you would say this is a bad idea but were the muslims not victorious how was it because of their numbers no it was because of their sabr their determination so what do we learn here that with time as things get tougher even the most sincere and dedicated people feel weak so what do they need they need a word of encouragement everyone needs encouragement in surah al-asr we learn about tawasi bil haqq and tawasi bil sabr that all people are in loss except for those who encourage each other to be patient and those who encourage each other to stay firm on the truth we all need that encouragement what happens is we become judgmental we see someone getting lazy in their prayers and we're like oh gone another one gone we see someone not doing their lesson not taking their quizzes not coming to class we're like oh she's also quitting i'm so good i'm so strong that should not be our attitude our attitude should be that if someone is slipping we pick them up we encourage them so they encouraged each other what happened then walamma barazu li jalut wa junudihi when they appeared before jalut and his armies when they came face to face with the army qalu rabbana afrigh alayna sabra they said our lord pour out patience over us you see afrigh faragha is to empty a container okay like for example you take a bucket full of water and you turn it over what's going to happen when you turn it over all the water is just going to pour out so they said pour out sabr over us meaning give us all the sabr that we need we need sabr wa thabbit aqdamana and make our feet firm aqdam is a plural of qadam wansurna ala alqaum alkafirin and oh allah help us against the disbelieving people you help us then what happened they had sabr they asked allah for sabr they did their best fahazamuhum biidhnillah they defeated them by the permission of allah even though they were few 
they defeated their enemy by whose permission? Allah's permission. Hazamu is from the root letters hazaimim, and hazam is to defeat someone so badly that you basically put them to flight. They're just running away to save their life. They completely defeated them by Allah's permission. وَقَتَلَ دَاوُودُ جَالُوتِ And Dawood killed Jalut. Meaning Jalut, the leader of the opposing army, was killed by Dawood. Who was Dawood? Dawood was from the army of Talut. Alright, he was from the Bani Israel. He killed Jalut, Goliath. It is said that he killed him with a slingshot. وَآتَاهُ اللَّهُ الْمُلْكَ وَالْحِكْمَةِ And to Dawood, Allah gave kingship and wisdom. What does it mean by this? This Dawood became Dawood alayhi salam. He became the Prophet of Allah. Eventually, Dawood alayhi salam was given prophethood, and he wasn't just a prophet, he was also a king. Allah gave him so much. وَعَلَّمَهُ مِمَّا يَشَاءُ And Allah taught him whatever he wanted. What did Dawood alayhi salam know? Can you tell me some things that he knew? You have over here in the verses. Allah says, we taught him the fashioning of coats of armor. And then also, when he would do tasbih, the birds would do tasbih with him. Iron was made soft for him. Allah gave him all these skills. How did Dawood get there? How? He was a person of grit. He didn't give up because look at the story. How difficult it was for people to first accept Talut as their leader. And then secondly, pass the test of the Nahr. And then thirdly, face the army of Jalut. This was very difficult. So those who were patient, who did it anyway, who remained steadfast, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them victory at this occasion. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also gave them success later. So look at who Dawood became. A king, a prophet. وَلَوْلَا دَفْعُ اللَّهِ النَّاسَ بَعْضَهُمْ بِبَعْضٍ If it was not that Allah would repel some people by others. لَفَسَدَتِ الْأَرْضِ The earth would become corrupt. What does it mean by this? You know, we wonder, why was this battle fought? Why? Why are there battles? Right? Why is it that one nation is defeated by another nation? Why does it happen? Because when a nation becomes very powerful it becomes oppressive. And to stop that oppression, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala causes them to decline. This is something that you study in history. One nation becomes like the supreme power, and what happens? After 100, 200, 300 years, that civilization, that nation is completely destroyed. Why? Because if one nation continues to remain powerful, لَفَسَدَتِ الْأَرْضِ The earth would be corrupted. So people are brought down by other people. Allah allows that to happen. وَلَكِنَّ اللَّهَ ذُو فَضْلٍ عَلَى الْعَالَمِينَ But indeed Allah is a possessor of bounty over the people of the world, meaning He is generous towards them. تِلْكَ آيَاتُ اللَّهِ نَتْلُوهَا عَلَيْكَ بِالْحَقِّ These verses we recite them to you in truth. O Prophet ﷺ. Meaning this is a true story. وَإِنَّكَ لَمِنَ الْمُرْسَلِينَ And indeed you are of those who are sent, meaning you are of the messengers. Mursaleen is a plural of mursal. Meaning even if people don't believe in you, you are indeed a messenger of Allah. With this, alhamdulillah, we complete the juz. So in the story of Talut and Jalut, the story of these mala from the Bani Israel, what lessons can we learn? 
What lessons can we learn from the story that we just read? Yes. Do not wear out and not give up too quickly. You know, grit is actually defined as perseverance and passion for long-term goals. If you have a goal that you can achieve within a day or two, it's easy. Within a month or two, it's doable. But if a course is one year long, then what happens halfway through? Or two-thirds of the way, or right towards the end? Sometimes at the beginning, what happens? We lose that perseverance, we lose that passion. Right? Because sometimes we're tested with inahar, sometimes we're tested with people like Talut that we don't always agree with. So it happens that long-term goals are difficult to achieve. But without achieving these long-term goals, you cannot get anywhere in life. So in order to be successful, we must have this grit. What else do we learn from this story? Beautiful lesson. Sometimes it happens that we want to achieve a goal and we think that we will not be able to achieve it. We find ourselves weak, we find ourselves incapable, we find ourselves unqualified because people don't like us, we're not a big deal. Talut did not really have a great status in Bani Israel. But what is it that made him successful as a leader? Was it his status? Was it that because he had a large following? Was it because he had a lot of money? No, money and status did not matter at all. Did not matter at all. So don't hold yourself back because of a shortage of means. Keep going, put your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and ask Allah for help and like this you will achieve something in life. Go ahead. If you start something, you should have the intention to finish it, to reach the end. Do not give up halfway through. That's no fun. You know, it's like standing in a line for an hour to go on a ride. And then as you're getting on the ride, you're like, I don't want to go. Right? Or halfway through the ride, you're like, please stop this, I want to get off. Nobody's going to stop for you. Good. Don't be greedy and stingy and selfish. Think about long-term goals. And part of that is spending on those long-term goals. And as you will do that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will also compensate you. Let's listen to the recitation of these verses. أَلَمْ تَرَ إِلَى الَّذِينَ خَرَجُوا مِن دِيَارِهِمْ وَهُمْ أُلُوفٌ حَذَرَ الْمَوْتِ فَقَالَ لَهُمُ اللَّهُ مُوتُوا ثُمَّ أَحْيَاهُمْ إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَذُو فَضْلٍ عَلَى النَّاسِ وَلَكِنَّ أَكْثَرَ النَّاسِ لَا يَشْكُرُونَ وَقَاتِلُوا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ وَاعْلَمُوا أَنَّ اللَّهَ سَمِيعٌ عَلِيمٌ مَنْ ذَا الَّذِي يُقْرِضُ اللَّهَ قَرْضًا حَسَنًا فَيُضَاعِفَهُ لَهُ أَضْعَافًا كَثِيرًا وَاللَّهُ يَقْبِضُ وَيَبْسُطُ وَإِلَيْهِ تُرْجَعُونَ أَلَمْ تَرَ إِلَى الْمَلَأِ مِنْ بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلَ مِنْ بَعْدِ مُوسَى إِذْ قَالُوا لِنَبِيٍّ لَهُمْ إِذْ قَالُوا لِنَبِيٍّ لَهُمُ بَعَثْ لَنَا مَلِكًا نُقَاتِلْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ 
سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك اشهد ان لا اله الا انت استغفرك واتوب اليك السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته